Hi, I'm Leanne Kim, and this is The Business of Thinking Big, the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. Hey, and welcome to another episode of The Business of Thinking Big. I am your host and business coach, Leanne Kim, and I am so grateful that you're here. Today is a little bit of a fun episode for me. It's going to be short and sweet, but I wanted to share with you eight surprising reasons for my success. Now, I want to preface this by saying I really don't love going around saying I'm so successful. So that's not what this is about. I want to make this crystal clear that my version of success could be wildly different from your version of success. And that's a-okay with me. But I do think when I look inward and I look at what I've achieved, I'm pretty happy with my life and I'm pretty happy with my business and what I've achieved in the last several years. And I wanted to share some of the maybe not so obvious reasons why that is. Um, Some of you already know me really well, but if you're new to me, I figured why the heck not start sharing a little bit more about some of the stuff that you maybe don't see every day in this podcast. So here goes eight surprising reasons for my success. Number one, I am unreasonably confident. (laughs) Now, when I say confident, I don't mean that in a braggy, boastful way, but I've always been a pretty confident person. Now, I've had my moments, for sure. I definitely experience self-doubt, certainly more as an entrepreneur than ever before, I think. Um, But for the most part, I tend to believe in myself, and I tend to believe that the things I want to achieve are possible. And this comes from my mom and dad. I want to give Carol and Ron Hodgson a shout out here. Um, I I don't even think they've ever listened to one episode. I don't know that they know what a podcast is, (laughs) to be honest. I love them dearly. Um, But they really raised me right in this department. Myself, my sister, and my brother, uh, they really raised us to believe that we could achieve anything that we set our mind to. And they never wavered from that. And so I've always believed that as a child. And I feel like maybe even because I'm the youngest of three, I've taken a lot of calculated risk in my life and uh, as a young person. And now, you know, as a business owner, I do tend to look at opportunities and think on the bright side of things. I'll look at something and say, yeah, why the heck not? Let's try it and find out. Um, And that belief in self has gotten me really far. So sometimes it's gotten me into a little bit of trouble. I don't have time to share on this particular episode, but there you have it. Reason number one, I'm pretty unreasonably confident. And I think that's why I have achieved a lot of the things I've achieved in my life so far. Okay. Number two, I play to my strengths. And again, this goes back quite some time. I've always had a strong sense of what I'm good at and what I am not good at. So some of the things that you probably already can tell, I love helping people move forward. And I think I'm a pretty good coach and a pretty good cheerleader. And I know 
what to say and how to help engage someone so that they can get unstuck so and get them moving uh, and taking action. So that's one of my major strengths. Another one is probably no surprise. I have the gift of the gab. Always have, always will. And that's why I chose to do a podcast. And that's why a lot of my content has a verbal element to it um, because I know that I can move people with my voice and my words. So those are just a couple of strengths that I feel that I've developed over time, but I don't focus on things that I'm not good at. And I don't try to do the things that I'm not good at. And I talk a lot about this in the episode where I talk about, is it time to build a team, which we'll link to in the show notes. And I talk about all the things that I needed to let go of and who my team is and what they do for me. Everything that I mention is not my strength. And that's why I hired somebody else to do those jobs. Um, And this is one of the reasons why I've been able to achieve what I have in my business is because I'm not focusing on things that don't make me money. (laughs) I'm not focusing on things that are going to frustrate the heck out of me. I hire out. I learn what I need to. I trust in other resources to get the job done. And I really, truly believe that we should all be playing to our strengths a little bit more. Okay. Number three, I'm addicted to trying new things. And I'm going to even say I'm a little bit addicted to adrenaline. You know that feeling you get when you think about doing something scary and you get those butterflies in your stomach or you can feel your heart start to beat a little fast. So for most people, this feeling is utterly repulsive and I get it. But for me, this feeling really excites me and it is often the feeling that lets me know I'm on the right track. And some of my biggest accomplishments in life and in business have come from those moments of, you know, feeling the fear and doing it anyway. Prime example from my life, when my husband and I were dating, we were living by coastally at first. So he was in Vancouver and I was in Toronto and he asked, would I move out there and live with him temporarily while he finished up this particular job that he was in. And I was terrified. But that feeling in the pit of my stomach told me that I was probably on the right track. The fact that I was scared to death to make this move was the thing that let me know that I'm making the right move. So that's a little counterintuitive and it's probably not the case for everyone. But I think, you know, my addiction to that fear and trying new things and, you know, in the same vein, I'm not afraid to look stupid either. (laughs) I'm just not afraid to fall flat on my face. I don't love it, but, um, you know, I've done some crazy things like when I went and took karate lessons in Japan, in Japanese, uh, surrounded by a bunch of little kids. And here I was like a 28-year-old woman learning karate, looking like a gosh darn fool in front of these people. And I just knew that it was providing me with an incredible sense of growth and and new possibilities. And in fact, in two years, I got my black belt uh, in Japan, which was such a special moment for me. But I wouldn't have got that if I wasn't Um, you know, if I wasn't feeling like I could do this and could, I could try this new thing and not worrying about looking stupid, because let me tell you, I definitely look stupid a lot of the time, but that's reason number three. Okay. 
Reason number four is, I do the bare minimum. Yep, you heard it correctly. I'm a little bit lazy. And this has served me really well in my life and in my business that I can get really strategic when I want to. And I can look at a project and I can say, what is the minimum amount that I would need to do to get the results I want to get? So it's really not lazy. It's probably more strategic is maybe a better word for it. But really, there are a lot of areas in my life that I do the bare minimum to get the results I want. Prime example, my fitness. I could, oops, I could be doing more with my fitness. I could certainly work out more than I do, but why? I look the way I want to look. I feel pretty good most of the time. And so I put in the hours that I feel I need to, to get the results I want. And I think that really serves me probably more so in my life than in my business. Okay. Reason number five uh, that I am successful or surprising reason number five, I am uber decisive to the point where it might even be a fault sometimes. Uh, And this is something that I wasn't born with, but I cultivated over time because as I mentioned on this podcast before, I struggle with feelings of overwhelm uh, that can turn into anxiety. Um, So when forced with a lot of choices or a lot of things to do or a lot of options, I can start to feel panic set in. And I don't know if you're listening to this, if you've experienced that as well. I don't exactly know if it is anxiety, but that's kind of what it feels like to me. So in order to avoid going to that place of feeling lost and overwhelmed, I make decisions very quickly and I don't look back. And here's where I would say my husband is the opposite. (laughs) He takes a really long time to make decisions. He likes to research his options. He likes to take his time and think it through. And that to me drives me crazy. I can't handle taking any longer to make a decision than is absolutely necessary. And again, sometimes this hasn't worked out in my favor, but I would say for the most part, it has worked out. And as business owners, we're forced to make choices every single day in our business. And so if I took my sweet time with every single one of those, I would probably feel stuck and my business would probably be moving really slowly. So I would say I would consider myself a very decisive person. I enjoy making decisions quickly. And once again, once I make them, I don't look back. I don't second guess. I don't judge myself or criticize. I just take it for what it is. And I move on. And I say to myself, you know, whether it was the right move or the wrong move, something's going to happen and we're going to learn from it and I'm going to move on. So that's, that's reason number five. Okay. Reason number six I don't take myself too seriously, which you could probably tell from the tone of this podcast most episodes. Now, that's not to say that I don't take my work seriously. I love what I do and I am very committed to getting people results, but I don't take me so personally. And I want to give a shout out to a mentor of mine, Mr. Frank Anderson, who gave me this advice when I was in my 20s. And I don't know, maybe I was 
sending out a signal that I needed this advice. I probably did, to be honest, take myself a little too seriously at that age um, because I was an extreme A-type and very driven and uh, always looking for the next goal. And yeah, my friend, uh, it's my friend's dad, uh, Frank, who said to me one day, Leanne, he has a Scottish accent, but I can't do it and I'm not going to try. And it would probably be offensive to Scottish people, so I won't do it. But I feel like it requires it. He said, Leanne, the best advice I can give you is don't take yourself too seriously. And really, I still believe that that is great advice. I don't think it serves us to get too in our heads about things and too serious. At the end of the day, life is meant to be enjoyed, and that includes your business as well. So if you make a mistake, or as you could probably tell, you goof up on a podcast, right? I get my tongue tied all the time on this, and you don't see me editing that out ever. And that's because I don't take it too seriously. And I know that you all, if you're listening to this, you're not judging me. In fact, if you are, I hope that you take a look at that and are learning from that and going, yeah, she makes mistakes, but she keeps going. Um, so so that's that's reason number six. I don't take myself too seriously. Reason number seven, surprising reason for my success is I look for the learning from every experience, literally every experience, the highs, the lows, the goods, the bads, whatever it is, I always do a little bit of a self debrief after a launch or after a coaching call, after, um, you know, discovery calls with potential clients after a big fail or a big win, I take a moment to say, okay, what really happened? Um, and why did that happen? Why did that go the way it did? What can be learned here? And this is where I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs could spend more time in if we weren't so busy on you know, beating ourselves up and moving on to the next goal. So especially when you have those big fails, those epic fails that just hit you in the gut, those are the times that I want to encourage you to just pause and say, okay, it didn't go as planned and that's okay. I'm going to give myself a hug anyway, and I'm going to look inwards and say, how did this happen? And what can I learn? And what could we do different next time? Okay. So I think that as an entrepreneur, we never stop learning. We are always growing and changing and evolving. And it is when we stop looking for those learnings that we stop growth, right? When we think we have to have all the answers all the time is when we stop growing. So if you're finding a good clue here is if you're finding you're feeling frustrated a lot of the time and even angry or angry at yourself, which I see a lot of in my coaching clients, unfortunately, that's a great indicator that we need to pause and we need to look for the learning here. We need to get clear on what we are meant to learn through this experience. Okay. And we've come to the end. So surprising reason number eight that I am a success thus far is I will not sacrifice lifestyle for my business success. So many of you know me that I talk a lot about 
I guess what you would call work-life balance on this podcast. I talk about it in my programs. I talk about it in Mamas and Co. Because I, again, I believe that life is meant to be enjoyed. And unfortunately, based on what I do for a living, I see that a lot of us are spending time in um, self-criticism mode. We're really focusing on the gap between where we are and where we want to be. And sometimes we're driving forth to um, not great ends. Sometimes we're driving forth so hard that we can't see the forest for the trees and we're not enjoying our journey, which is what it's all about, people. At the end of the day, you know, hitting seven figures for the first time might feel great in the moment. But if you haven't built a successful life along the way, it's not going to last. And so I'm a really big believer that we are building these businesses so that we can have incredible lives. And for me, that includes my personal health and well-being. That includes my personal growth and development as a human being. That includes time with the people I love, my family, and my friends. And I will not sacrifice those things just so that I could hit a couple more digits on the balance sheet at the end of the year. It's just not important enough to me. And so when I say, you know, the reason I have been successful, I'm really talking about my version of success here, which is not the same as your version of success. And I see a lot of female entrepreneurs that are doing way better than I am, at least from the outside looking in. They're doing way bigger launches. They're attracting more people. They've got way more followers. You know, they're making a bigger impact than I am. But a lot of them are doing it at the expense of themselves and their families. And that's okay. But I feel like what happens is a lot of us get to, you know, the destination, quote unquote, and we pause and say, but did I have any fun? Like, okay, so I hit a million. So what? Or so I hit six figures. Now what? I wasn't enjoying it. I burnt out. I don't feel fulfilled. And to me, that's not the game. That's not what it's about. It really is about, I mean, I think life is a game. I think business is a game. I think we're here to have fun and to um, live and love and laugh along the way. And again, not take ourselves too seriously. So I do focus on the things I need to focus on in my business. I would consider myself someone who's driven and ambitious, but I will never put my business or any sort of financial gains above my own health and happiness or that of my family. It's just never going to happen. And hopefully some of this today has inspired you uh, as well. And I'm also curious to know, are any of these surprising reasons, things that are coming up for you as well. Do you have some of these similar characteristics going on for you? And is that working for you as well? So as always, I would love to hit, uh, I would love to hear from you. See, I just stumbled on my words right there and I'm not going to edit it out. (laughs) Um, I would love to hear from you uh, how you feel about these items? Are any of these things that are showing up for you as well? And how are they impacting your life? And what does what does your version of success look like? I would love to hear from you. You can hit me up on Instagram in the DMs, or you can drop me a line at info at leannekim.com and let me know. 
That's it for me. I hope you have a great day and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, if you are a mama entrepreneur, meaning you're a mom with a business or plans to start one, then we would love to see you at MamaCon on Saturday, October 26th in Toronto, Canada. Join myself and Jill Stanton and the ladies of MomJo and other incredible mama entrepreneurs. This is truly an inspiring day that's going to get you moving forward in your business and your life. And we're going to have a ton of fun. So you definitely don't want to miss out. Head on over to mamasandco.ca slash mamacon. And here's a little bonus for you. Since you're listening to this right now, we want to offer you 10% off your ticket if you use the promo code podcast. That's right. P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Use that promo code at the end of checkout to save 10% on your mamacon ticket. Thanks. And we cannot wait to see you there.